Welcome to The Howler. Your look at the state of Wolfpack athletics. Now here are your hosts, Ethan Berry and Thomas Overton. Welcome back. Another edition of The Howler. Ethan Berry, Thomas Overton with you once again. Shout out to our guy, BJ Atarian, for the intro every week. He does a great job. Thomas, how's it going? Doing good. Trying to stay dry this week. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. That pretty much sums it up right there. And uh, that'll do it for this podcast. No, I'm, just, <laughs> I'm just kidding. We'll uh, pack out. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's going to rain. Um, and so the NC State-West Virginia game has been canceled, which I'm sure you've heard by now. Um but before we get into the cancellation and that stuff, we'll talk about last week against Georgia State. Uh, to be completely honest, I I don't think there's a whole lot you can take away from it. Um, but did you have any takeaways? Well, I think the rushing game didn't get as better as everyone was hoping. You know, there wasn't much improvement. No, yeah. Which was disappointing. Um now they've got another open week to work on that before they go to Marshall. But I thought the defense played a lot better. They seemed real aggressive to me it. after that first drive. Seemed to be getting after the quarterback. And uh, the secondary, I thought, played real well. I, I, I agree with you on on everything. We'll talk about the running game uh, right now. Um, and I think we, we should preface this by saying I think the running game is, is very vanilla right now. And I think they've got more in the bag to mix things up. Um, but you're right. It's concerning that you can't run the ball against, uh, you know, James Madison, who's very – and Georgia State, they're both good run defenses, but it still seems like these are lower-level teams. You should be able to do better than three yards a carry, even if you're keeping it simple. Like, you should have the athletes to just, all right, hey, let's make a big play. And you had Brady Bodine, or Bodine, I guess, who did make a big play. But other than that, yeah, it was very it was, it was very scarce all around for the Wolfpack offense, and I saw a lot of people criticizing that maybe blocks blocks were there, but the running back weren't quite finding the holes that needed to be get to get through the play was designed, and then other times just the blocks missed altogether. And it was it's a combination, like you said, and the other thing is the tight ends. Dylan Ottenreath is state's best blocking tight end. Cole Cook was a huge part of the running game last year, and he's gone obviously. And Dylan Ottenreath is filling his spot. Well, he hasn't played the first two weeks. Um, he was set to be back against West Virginia. Um, so you should assume that he'll be back for Marshall. And the thing is, Kerry Angeline, the t- transfer tight end from USC, is also going to be back. So you look at Dylan Parham and Damian Darden were the two tight ends that State's running out there. Well, those guys are now third and fourth string. So, um, you know, that's good for those guys to get experience. But I think – uh, at the tight end position, it will at least step up, and and that should help the running game. Um, any other thoughts to add on that? What did you think about Bodine's run? Would you would you give him more opportunities now, or was that just kind of like a a nice moment for a senior walk on? Yeah, I think the latter. I mean, I don't think he needs to play in front of Gillespie and Penix in person, but maybe if we get into a position where his experience, yeah. you know. As a senior. It seems to me that they trust him as a pass blocker anyway. Right. If nothing else. And it seemed like they just wanted a spark. And Ricky Person wasn't available either. And we saw some of Nakia Robinson. State needs Person to get healthy. To me, I think it's going to – the running game is going to go as Person and Penix go. Person's got to get healthy. And Ricky Person is one of State's best recruits in the Dave Doran era. 
and um, he was almost a five-star. He was that good. And um, I think he ran for over 2,000 yards last year in high school and while he was injured. So he can play. And we I saw some good things from Penix, I thought. Yeah, I thought Penix looked really good on Saturday. His uh, touchdown catch and a couple runs. Um, yeah, going back to person. And I think the offense as a whole just has to stay clear of injuries. We well, saw yeah, a yeah. few more Saturday than we wanted to, especially with the wide receivers. And then Jacoby Myers didn't play, which is probably a good yeah. call. Um, but they just need to stay healthy as a whole. Yeah, I agree. Jacoby Myers didn't play. And th- and this is a good week for NC State, too, um, to get healthy. Um, you get Kerry Angeline back. you got an extra week to work him in now, or an extra couple days anyway. Um, Steph Lewis has another week to go through the concussion protocol. Jacoby Myers is going to have two full weeks off. Um, so from an injury front, that's good. And uh, – Dylan Ottenreath will um, have an extra week. Um, so you don't want your bye in week three. But hey, now it looks like State might have two buys. Right. And uh, Or should we, t- should we talk about the defense first? Let's talk about the defense. Okay. Um, I've been pretty happy with the defense. I know a lot of people aren't happy. But the bottom line is 20 points in two games, that's, that's good. And State looks to be a really good red zone defense. And to me, that's that's all you can ask for. Teams in college football are going to move the ball these days. You can't stop them. There's too many too many good players. There's too many you know penalties being called against the defense. You can't expect to hold a team to 150 yards. It just it's just not going to happen. So to me, lock them down inside the 20s or the 30, and that's what State did. State forced them to two field goals. They missed both of them, and they obviously they had the one touchdown, but. I don't know. I I get I see that some people are upset, but to me you got you got to be a good red zone defense. And that I mean this doesn't matter now, but to me that's what the West Virginia game was going to come down to was which team scored touchdowns in the red zone and which team scored field goals. Doesn't matter anymore, but bottom line, I've been thrilled with State's defense. Yeah, I also don't think we've seen quite enough time to really give them a fair assessment. I thought things they did well on Saturday compared to the first game was get after the quarterback. Dan Ellington seemed yeah. to be really rushed in the pocket. I think he, he went down a bunch of times also. Um, that And then I thought the secondary played really aggressive, but not too aggressive to get caught too many times. You know, they obviously only had seven points. They only, they didn't burn us, but what, the one big play? Right. I thought the secondary, especially uh, Nick McLeod and Tanner Ingle, played really well. Tanner really physical. A f- he's a future star. Yes. Uh, two games in, it's pretty easy to see that. Um, he's a really good player. And and the thing that's encouraging to me is it's a lot of young players. You know, Darian Roseboro hasn't done a whole lot. Jermaine Pratt has played well. Those are the two guys, though, and everybody else is young. You got Dexter Wright, who's a senior, and Andreas Bryant, but those haven't been key cogs, you know. Andreas Bryant has, but Dexter Wright struggled with injuries. So the young defense, I'm I'm really happy with it, and – Especially you look at the recruits coming in next year, yeah. even if they redshirt. And it seems to be a trend that the young guys are going to take over here soon. Yeah, it sets the stage for what it looks like. I'll, I'll just tell you this. I think this year's defense is better than last year's defense, except for the fact that last year's defense had Bradley Chubb. If you took Bradley Chubb out of the equation, this year's defense is light years ahead of last year. I know it's been two games, but I don't know that last year's defense doesn't 
lose the game to James Madison, to be honest. But that's that doesn't matter. But I I think this year's defense is better than last year. I'd agree. Maybe even with if you keep Bradley Chubb in the equation, but um. You know, I guess we'll see. It's only been two games, and you haven't played the best of competition. Um, so we'll see what happens when State travels to Marshall. Now we'll move on to the West Virginia game. This isn't going to be a long podcast. Not as much to talk about as well. Um, what are you th- I mean, it's easy to say they made the right decision. They did. Yes. That's not. Absolutely. That's not really up for debate. Um, to be honest, I was surprised that they announced it today. Yes, me also, yeah. I thought, you know, the storm's not coming for another. We're taping this on Tuesday at 6, 6.18. Storm's not coming for over another 24 hours. Right. Thir- I'm thinking Thursday into Friday like morning. Sounds like Wednesday overnight. Wednesday, maybe? Or you're I think it's Thursday and Friday Thursday morning. Night? Okay. I think Friday's going to be the worst of it. I mean, we're st- it's still going to be rain, though, on, yes. on Thursday. So it'll be here, but it won't be the center, I guess, if that makes sense. I, I don't get why you don't wait another day. I mean, what happens if you wake up in the morning and they're saying, well, storm's headed off. Yeah, they're not going to put the game back on. And the cha- the forecast has changed somewhat, I think, if I understand these weather models, where they're not expecting it to come directly through Raleigh anymore. Well, it changed about every 10 minutes, but, yeah, you're yeah. right. I was expecting uh, a Thursday final decision. See, I was, ex- was I was expecting Wednesday. Wednesday, Thursday. Yeah. In there somewhere where we wait long enough to see – the storm almost make landfall, but not too long to get caught in a bad situation. Right. And West Virginia travels on, fr- on Friday. Friday. Yes. So you're not hurting them. But, uh, you know, what? like like I said, maybe, this, maybe it takes a turn and you can still play it. And, look, here's what I would have done. I would have said, all right, look, Tuesday afternoon we're talking about this because they canceled it at, what, 2, I think, right? Yeah. Or thereabouts. Just say, all right. Look, we're going to cancel the game, but let's hold off on announcing it just in case it goes off, right? Like, you've come to the agreement, right? No game, but let's just wait and make sure that it doesn't. That you sounds know? like an option, but it'd probably still get out. No, Yeah, but that's fine. That's okay. fine. I mean, who cares, you know? Like, what would the downside be to that? Like, I'm okay, everybody, like, even if you go out and say it, like, all right, we're preparing to cancel the game, but we're going to wait another 20 hours, 24 hours, just to make sure. I mean, is that like, what is the downside to that? I think the biggest thing that I think is just all the resources have to go into a football game that they're planning on using for medical or evacuation or anything that the state needs coming this week. But how does that affect you on Tuesday and Wednesday? You know? I don't know. They don't pay me to make that decision. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. It just seems like, I mean, look, it's it's a moot point. It pro it probably doesn't matter. The storm is probably still coming. But I don't know. Uh, that's that's what crossed my mind was why why don't you wait another day? I was very interested that it seemed both sides were somewhat reluctant to reschedule or well, and, and change locations. It's a good point, and this is what I thought of was the ECU NC State baseball game from earlier in the year. Right. And ECU and NC State were scheduled to play. It was raining all day. It was supposed to keep raining, and NC State canceled the game. And ECU started calling out NC State, being like, oh, they're scared to play us. 
But in reality, it's a non-conference game. It's a big non-conference game. Nonetheless, it's very, like, this was the biggest game of the year at Carter-Finley anyway. Right. And so ECU-NC State was the biggest non-conference game of the year in baseball. But the reality of it is the conference games are so much more important. West Virginia has a conference game next week. They don't want to. They don't want to go through that. They don't want to have to move a game to Atlanta, or they don't want to be stuck in Raleigh after a game on Saturday. They don't want to move the game to Sunday, which loses gives, which takes away a day of preparation and recovery away from them. So I get it from their perspective. Um, that's the that's the thing that I keep coming back to. It sucks because this was the biggest home game of the year. Florida State does not look good, and. You know, the Thursday night game against Wake Forest will be fun, but this was it. This was the big game. Um, but, obviously, safety is more important. And um, and it sucks that State's not going to get to play West Virginia again this year. Right. I mean, they said they're going to try to keep options open, but it's – It's not looking good for State not, and West Virginia to play. It's not happening, yeah. Um, and there's just too many moving parts – I know the bye weeks are close together and they could make that happen. But, like, you have to get Iowa State. Either Iowa State or Clemson would have to cooperate. And then you'd have to deal with the state fair. And it's just a lot. And I don't think, you know, West Virginia is interested. I don't think either team is interested in that, you know, in the middle of the conference season. State's got to go to Clemson the week after the bye. So they don't want to give that up. And West Virginia has a conference game as well. So, uh,. I think the most likely scenario is a December 1st game. Do we agree? I mean, that's definitely the most likely scenario. I don't think that'll happen either, but you maybe don't think it will. Happen. I don't think so. So you think there's just going to be 11 uh, games? I think 11 games. Interesting. Which is disappointing, but at the same time, there's just too many moving pieces now. I think with college football, with TV. See, but TV. you can easily get a December 1st game. Like, I don't think that's much of a. Like, there's no other teams. Like,. There's conference champions playing, or division champions, but that's two teams in each conference. You can easily go find another team. A team like Nebraska, who didn't play their first game against Akron, I want to say, because of rain. Why? What would the downside be to playing Nebraska on December 1st? I mean, I think it definitely could happen. I just don't think either coach is going to, right now, this early in the season, be looking at that as a possibility because they both want to play on December 1st. That's where they're supposed true, to play. Which is true. And I think that's something to keep in mind. Um, I definitely think it's possible State's playing on December 1st. Certainly you wouldn't bet on it. No. Because you'd have to be Clemson. But, I mean, it's within the realm of possibility. I don't think there's any doubt about that. But, I mean, what happens if you're you're sitting there, you went 8-3, and three, let's say, hypothetically. You go 8-3, and 5-3 and three in conference. Okay, nice year. You win. You schedule an extra game. And then win your bowl game, that's ten wins. That's something to hang your hat on. Instead of, okay, you don't schedule a game, you finish nine and three. Well, sorry. I mean, I'd like to see it happen. I'd like to see state. You play just don't think it's going to twelve games, but no, I don't think it's going to. Yeah. Mostly because I, I don't remember this ever happening. I don't remember them scheduling games. Well, Florida State did it last on, year. On the championship date. Yeah, they scheduled it to get, to get their sixth win. So, you know, it could happen. I think ECU, who just decided they're not going to show up to Virginia Tech on Saturday, which is interesting, um, 
But they they just decided, all right, we're not going to show up. So what if State played ECU on December first? I think it'd have to be. I know State didn't want to give up a home game because no one does. But I don't know if they'd play December first in Carter Finley and turn around and play next September in Carter Finley. See, I agree. I think that would be the holdup. Yes. What if you played in like Charlotte? Oh, the championship game is there. Never mind. Where could you play? Chapel Hill. No. Durham. No. That's it. Bowie's Creek. No. <laughs> uh. Yeah, man, that stinks. I think it'd have to be either in Raleigh or Greenville. I wouldn't mind going to Greenville. I mean, it's a hostile environment. Don't get me wrong, but despite what Chapel Hill did the other day, State should <laughs> beat that team by four touchdowns. Yeah, State definitely is a better team this year than East Carolina. Um, we'll just have to wait and see. I don't know if they're going to try to schedule one or not. See, here's what I think ends up happening. I think State ends up playing an FCS type of team. And I, I saw App State get thrown out there. I don't think you can play a 13th regular season game. Pretty sure App State would be in their conference championship anyway. But hypothetically, I don't think you can play a 13th regular season game. I don't know the rule. Maybe I'm wrong, but I think you'd have to, you'd only be able to play if it had got if you had a game canceled. That sounds right. I but don't know. We're just guessing. We'll see. I would not be interested in playing App State because that team is terrifying. No thanks. App App's always under the radar. Just it, good sneaky team. Right. And if we're playing a bad team, I want to play a bad team and get the like. Let's see what Devin Leary and Matt McKay do. So that that would be what I want to see on that December first game. If you if you aren't able to get like Nebraska. Or ECU, who's really not that good either. But you get the, you mean, you know. I would want to see like an FCS type of team. All right, let's put all the freshmen out there. That's what I would want to see. But I don't know. Just to me, the way the the way it was worded, the release. I to me, it sounds like they're going to try to make another game. Right. The release sounded like. And there's going to be so many games canceled this year that there should be one on the table. You're not going to play UNC Chapel Hill. But other than that, I mean, Nebraska, who I mentioned, you'd have Akron if you wanted that bad bad team that I mentioned, ECU. Those are three. You've got a good team, a bad team, and a, I guess, mediocre. We'll An FBS team? We'll do ECU a favor and call them mediocre. But, uh, And then that doesn't even include if you could play a 13th game. Then the possibilities are endless, but it did right. sound like in the release state was definitely looking at their open date to add another home game. See, I, I just don't think that's happening. I don't think state wants to play then. I think the only way that date was mentioned was because it would line up with West Virginia. But it doesn't even line up with West Virginia. Well, it's close. It's close. It's close. So, I, I don't know. We'll see. If you ask me, I think you end up with an FCS team on December 1st. That would be my guess. Um, personally, I would go after Nebraska because Nebraska is a young team with a new coach. They're going to just want to get all the experience they can. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I mean, if West Virginia doesn't make their championship game, which a lot of people expect them to, maybe you could play that. Maybe I mean, that and that game should work out, right? Right. You'd think. You would think. So. Um, to me, it would just stink if you're sitting there at 8-3 and three and you're like, well, we could get 10 wins here, you know? Like 7-4, and four, to me, that's a big difference. Right. 7-4, and four, you're looking at, okay, another 
nine and four season, which is good. Don't get me wrong, but you know, to get that, let let me put it this way: if we're, I don't think there's a big difference between eight and four, eight and four, and nine and four, but I think there's a world of difference between nine and three and ten and three, if that makes sense. A little bit of sense, mostly because state has only had that one ten win season. That seems to be the goal yeah. for every year. And it's definitely doable this year. We've talked about that. And I think they're going to try everything they can to get 12 games. I just don't know if it's going to happen. And that's the thing. I think State knows that it has an opportunity this year to get the 10 wins. The schedule's not good. You just had your second toughest game canceled, right? Right. So, I don't know. I think State has an eye on 10 wins this year. So, um, you know, I think they'll they'll try to do what they can. Maybe nobody cooperates, but I – I don't think you'll have a too difficult of a time finding a team to play. I really don't. I mean, maybe you end up with ECU, but I agree with you. I think it's unlikely that you'd play them the last game of the year and then turn around and play in the first game. Especially with some of the history there. Yeah. And I don't think you'd be able to agree on a place. No, either. no. There's no chance. Not when State's looking at getting their – you know, they had seven home games planned, so they want seven home games right. because that's what you plan for and that's what you expect. And I think most teams, though, they're going to look at probably every team. If it's not being played in Raleigh, then they're probably not that interested. So you don't you, – do you think Nebraska would be willing to come over? I mean, hypothetically. Like, what if they're sitting there at five and six? Yeah, I think Nebraska's willing to come mostly because have we ever played in Nebraska? I don't think so. Uh, we never play Big Ten teams, so I think yeah. it'd be interesting for the Big Ten and ACC to play some football. The thing about Nebraska being five and six is they would want an easier win, right? So maybe five and six isn't the best case scenario there. Maybe if they're six and five. So you think they'd look for like somebody else to play? Were they supposed if to have a home five game? And six. Yeah, they were supposed to have a home game. So too. they're also looking for a home game. That's true. I didn't think about that. Maybe we'd go to now. State would not go to Nebraska. I don't think. Meet somewhere in the middle and play. Nashville is that in the middle? I don't know. Mm. I was in I was in Nebraska earlier this year at the College World Series. I think it'd have to be a little farther west than that. But it'd be interesting because some of the neutral sites would be taken up. Right. You know, you couldn't play in Charlotte that no. week. Atlanta can't play. Yeah. Which is tough. DC maybe. I don't think so. Well, maybe. Soldier Field, Chicago. No, that's too far. Too far? So, I don't know. They'll figure it out. I think they'll find another game. I really do. Um, the way it worded, I, I just think, you know, what 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 is playing another game going to hurt? You weren't favored to win this one anyway, you know? So, I don't know. We'll see what happens. I think we'll hear something about it at some point. I just don't see it being the bye week. I really don't. Yeah, they're working on it. We'll see what happens. One thing we do know is that State's got some work to do on the rushing game. Yeah. Yeah, they sure do. Um, hopefully they can get healthy, too, in the rushing game with Otten Reith and, and Ricky Person. Um, yeah, I think that just about does it. you have anything else to add? Uh, Thayer Thomas, another great game. Oh, yeah. How do we two for two. Him? Yeah. Uh, especially stepping up for uh, – Jacoby Myers, who was injured, what, nine catches, 114 yards, yeah. a touchdown, and a 56-yard pass. So 200-yard receivers last week. Yeah. So uh, the receiving core is as good as it gets, honestly. I don't know if there's – maybe there's a better one in the country. 
but I'd have to see it to believe it. I haven't heard of any, so. Yeah, I mean, West Virginia's supposed to have a good one, but. They've got a great quarterback. To me, okay, final thought here on on rescheduling. That would be the best-case scenario. Neither team makes the conference championship, and then you just play on December 1st. That would definitely be the easiest. Yeah. But I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Didn't the Big 12 add uh, confer- uh, divisions? Like, they used to not have a conference championship game, but I think they do now. Yeah, they have one now. Okay, I'm going to look this up real quick, hopefully quick. But to me, that would be that would be the thing to do easily. And uh, that would be the best case scenario. Okay, here's the divisions. Oh. Do they not do divisions? No, I think they play... Uh, they just do the top two teams? Yes. Which is really what you should do. Right. So... I think everyone be open to that, but like I said earlier, like, no one wants to bank on that because they want to play December 1st anyway. Exactly. So that We're just way too far for that to be planned. So I think maybe you line something up hypothetically and wait to announce it. That's like that's line something up. Maybe line something up in Nebraska and say, "Okay, we'll play you if we don't make the conference championship game," and then you wait to announce it until you know you're not going to make it or something. So to me, it looks like the four candidates to make the Big Twelve championship game: Oklahoma, TCU, Oklahoma State, West Virginia. So, if you want to see State and West Virginia play, root for Oklahoma, TCU, and o- Oklahoma State. And West Virginia's got. Oklahoma State and Oklahoma to finish out their season, so they probably won't know until oh, wow. the very end. Yeah, that's true. All right, well, I think that just about does it. Nothing else to talk about. We'll talk about Marshall next week. We're also going to talk about some soccer next week, hoping to have a guest um, specifically to talk about soccer because neither of us know very much about soccer. Yeah, but soccer's doing great. Yeah, another win today against Quinnipiac. Um, they did lose to West Virginia. Wake oh, Forest. Wake Forest. Wow, okay. All right, and uh, with that, I think it's just about time to go. Any final thoughts? I uh, just hope everyone stays safe yeah. this weekend. Yeah. Serious storm. Serious storm. All right, that'll do it. Thanks for listening to this edition of The Howler, and we hope you check in again next week. Thanks for listening to The Howler, a service of PAC-TV. Find out more at go.ncsu.edu slash sports.